many times I feel like intuition speaks through your friends. Your intuition speaks through their voice. They see what we can't see. And we become mirrors to each other. We both drop in and our intuition almost creates this open path before us where there's no room for BS. It's like it's, it's out of alignment. Energetically, it just bounces out. It's just two real friends committing deeply to each other and to our truth. My name is Gabby Guzman, and I'm here to help women become who they are so they can be free. I'm a Dominicana, a mom, an energy worker, and a coach. I help women own their power and follow their dreams rooted in their own intuitive wisdom. In this podcast, we'll be telling real stories and sharing clear step-by-step guides so you can dive deep within yourself and know and trust yourself like never before. Welcome to Living Intuition. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Living Intuition. I'm your host, Gabby Guzman, and today we're talking about sisterhood. We're talking about your girls. We're talking about what it means and what happens when we come together. And you might be wondering what that might have to do with intuition. Actually, absolutely everything. Absolutely everything. As women, our own intuition is so deep and such a huge part of us. And I really believe that when we come together, that intuition is, is essentially amplified and heightened, especially when we come together with a deep sense of intention and integrity. And there's this really powerful exchange that happens When women come together with an open heart and a willingness to be in a real space with one another. And I have found that to be so deeply magical and special. What happens when women come together in this way with intention and integrity that it has become a core of everything that I do. And I mean in my personal life and my professional life. I essentially weave in sisterhood and connection to every single experience that I host. And so today... I'm going to be sharing some stories of how sisterhood has transformed my life, and that would be a whole entire book, so we're going to focus on some stories from this year, and how it really has led to a deeper knowing of myself, how it has allowed me a space to be in collaboration and deepening my own self-knowledge and my own intuition. I'm really blessed to have a solid crew of sisters who I know that I can count on and they know they can count on me, but we're also going to get specific about how you can create sisterhood in your life because I've certainly had moments in my life where maybe I've landed in a new city or in a new opportunity and I've really craved that sisterhood and it is possible to create it and it is possible to create it even as a grown-ass woman, so hang tight, and I hope you enjoy this conversation. So let's dive in. Um, basically, yeah, I sisterhood has become one of the things that people know me for. I would say over the past seven years, um, I've worked with hundreds of women entrepreneurs. It was very clear to me at the beginning when I decided to become a coach and that I was 
my approach was very intuitive, even though I didn't even have that language yet. This is maybe six or seven years ago. And I was starting strategy sessions with meditation and I was talking about emotional intelligence and diving in in a way that women seem to be all in for. And men wanted a lot of explanation. And I just said, well, why don't I just work with women? And it led down a beautiful path. Over the past seven years, I've coached and supported many hundreds of women, both entrepreneurs and career women. And here's something that I have found over and over again. Each and every one of them has felt a deep longing for sisterhood. Each and every one of them. Because many times the way that I would host and support these women would be in these small groups. And I saw what suddenly happened when we all came together. It's like individually we walked into those spaces feeling a little disconnected and a little alone. Like we were carrying the burden of our problems by ourselves. And something about sitting around a table together with an intention of openness and connection and growth. It's like we were able to let go, take that weight off of our shoulders and realize that we could put it all on the table and work through it together and be in support of one another together. There's something really powerful that starts to pull us towards each other in those moments. And I also want to acknowledge that there's something big that often holds us back. It's really important that we have some space here to talk about how society and the patriarchy have done a real number on us. How many of us haven't ourselves been in a situation or know people who say that you can't trust other women, that you have to be careful and weary. Maybe women who claim that they are always going to be one of the guys because they just can't relate, quote unquote, to other women. And so it's important that as we dive into this conversation and share what I think are some ideas for how to open up to sisterhood and the magic of what's possible in your life, I want to be really clear that it's important for you to recognize and be open to what happens if you find open-hearted, honest sisters with integrity to walk this path with you. And so the number one thing that we're going to start our conversation with is leaving the judgment and the mistrust at the door. Just even if your whole life you've been raised to think that you have to mistrust women and that you can't be in a safe space with other women, I'm inviting you to put that belief to the side just for the sake of this conversation just to leave a little window of opportunity, a little window of light in your mind and in your heart for things to be different. Because here's the thing that happens. The more that you let go of that story, that women are untrustworthy, that women will always let you down, the more that that story stops being true. The more that we speak into it, the more energy we flow into it in our lives and the more that's what we call in. And when you really think about it objectively, it's completely ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous, but this is yet another way that the patriarchy keeps us down. 
And as we deepen our own intuitive knowing and our own intuitive wisdom, especially as women, we find that we recognize and can smell the BS a mile away. And we see how untrue that is. And so this is an invitation so that we are mindful of our words and we are aware of the things that we have actually learned from society that aren't real. How much are we all just playing the hater with one another? I often say that if you want to know what you think about other women, notice the way that you speak about or that or the things that you think about the women that you don't know, right? It's much easier to be open and trusting with the women in our inner circle, maybe our sisters, our mothers, our aunts, our childhood best friends. But the question is, what are you thinking about the woman who's walking down the street? Are you sending her love? Are you admiring her? What do you think of the cashier woman who checks you out at the store? And when we expand deeper into your, your circle, what do you think about your female coworkers, your collaborators, your neighbors? What feelings are coming up as I'm bringing up these examples? Without any judgment towards yourself, just notice. Notice and notice if there's a first impression or an instinct that kind of kicks in the moment that you meet someone new who happens to be a self-identifying woman. Notice what happens. Notice what surfaces in you. If you find yourself thinking a certain thing or gossiping. And I'm telling you because we've all been there. One clear example that I can remember is how I used to be so judgy of what I like to call the ladies who lunch. These are basically the moms at my son's school when he was younger who appeared to have all day to go to the gym, have these long, fabulous lunches with their friends and spend time volunteering at the school all while I was stuck at a job or later stuck, quote unquote, building a business. And I didn't have the ability as a single mom to do what they were doing. But the truth was, that's what I wanted. <laughs> Maybe without the volunteering at the school part, but that's what I wanted. I wanted to go to the gym and, and like take care of myself and go have really long, fabulous lunches with my friends. I wanted that. But instead of recognizing that I wanted it, I resented it because I saw other people having it. And the moment that that became clear, I let go of so much heaviness and stuck energy within me. It was almost laughable. It's like, oh, this is why it's triggering for me. It's because that's what I want for myself. And as I interacted with these women, I started to really see the full person standing before me. I started to make real friends. And I actually accepted a new part of myself that I hadn't allowed myself to recognize. I had learned my whole life that the way that you assert adulthood and full womanhood is by being completely financially self-sufficient and working really, really, really hard. And actually, there was a part of me that didn't want any part of that. And it was liberating to recognize it. It was liberating to let go of that judgment. 
So for now, I'm inviting you to just notice it. Notice and recognize with curiosity what kinds of people, what kinds of women trigger you. What kinds of judgments come up on a regular basis. And on the flip side, I want you to start making space and being open to what kinds of friendships you are calling in. And I would write this down almost the same way they often say that you should write down the qualities that you want to attract in your ideal partner. Write down what kind of friendship you're calling in. How does it feel? How do you want it to feel to be in friendship with your sister? What do you want to do together? Be specific. Lay out a long list of how this is going to feel and exactly what you're calling in and you will surprise yourself. You will also find that simply bringing awareness to the judgment, it starts to melt it away. And with this, we decide, we make a decision that we're going to choose to trust women first, that we're going to choose to see all of each other as sisters. And so that's number one. Letting go of that judgment and that mistrust and leaving it at the door. The second thing that I would recommend is that you find self-identifying women who are an energetic match and you choose to connect with them regularly. This applies to both work and life. But this is an important distinction. So simply because you are someone who believes in sisterhood does not automatically mean that you now um, have to allow everybody into your inner circle and that you have no boundaries. So I want to be very clear about this. You can love women. You can trust women. And you can also be very deliberate about who you spend your time with. And you can be very careful about this. I had a really interesting experience this year. And this is what I want to share my stories about with you today, because this year, my life looks completely different today than it did exactly a year ago, both personally and professionally. I was living alone with my son a year ago. Today, for the last six months, I've been living with my partner and his boys and our blended family. Professionally, I was running two businesses a year ago. This year, I, have, I am running only one. I have made my life in some ways smaller and simpler and but so much deeper and more meaningful and i didn't realize that i was about to have this kind of year a year ago but i must have known it in my bones because around this time last year when 2021 was about to begin i started very deliberate collaborations with very specific people that I wanted to connect with. There was something in me that knew that I needed to find women who were under who would understand where I was at and what I wanted to create even before I knew what the heck I was talking about. <laughs> it's almost like I felt a really big year coming and I knew I was going to need very specific kind of support and I was also ready for this sort of very deliberate and deep, connected friendships with women. 
And at the time, what I felt from the women that I sought out to be in this kind of connection with is that our energies were aligned. Like it felt like her energy and my energy were aligned and we would be able to support one another in this really profound way, no matter what this next chapter would bring for each other, um, no matter what would happen in the next 12 months that we were going to be there for each other. And I knew that we could be there for each other. I was really looking for women who weren't drowned by their fears, the kind of women who would see the fire and walk right through it. Like that's the energy that I was looking for because I found it in myself and I wanted to cultivate it within myself. And so I set out to have kind of a very deliberate friendship and masterminding with two friends this year, Ash and Mariana. And the number one thing that we did to actually keep this going, aside from being very deliberate and intentional and clear about why we were coming together and what we wanted to create with each other, was set up consistent meetups. And this, I can't stress this enough. We are all busy. Life is always happening. And you being in deep connection and sisterhood with women who are important to you, who you want to make real time and space for, it's not going to happen unless you set up some consistent meetup times. We're just too busy otherwise. So we set up these consistent meetups. We were meeting probably, I think with each one of them, we were definitely meeting at least once a month and then being in conversation in the meantime. With Ash, we set up consistent support. We were masterminding with each other checking in, but it was also like a real deliberate and expressive uh, living of our sisterhood. We'd go out and have fun. We like did ceramics. We'd go out to dinner. And we were in this almost constant deep conversation on the work that we were doing and the impact that we wanted to have and how we were moving through it as business owners and as women over the past year, we've walked each other through really difficult times and we've supported each other in seeing what we needed to see. There have been several moments when we have been almost like each other's eyes. And most recently, Ash helped me really uncover some deep held beliefs I had about money that were weighing really heavily on me and impacting my business. With Mariana, it was more about accountability. Mariana and I have been friends for several years and we know each other really, really well. And we're very good at holding each other accountable to doing the things. Once a month, we'd get together for a two-hour meetup. And if she wasn't in town, we'd do it uh, over Zoom and we'd continuously check in with each other over WhatsApp. But in those conversations, we checked in on our life updates, but we were also having a very deliberate conversation about what are you making important? We've known each other for so long that there's that also added sense of like being able to see beyond what the conversation is and what's happening with each other really. Mari had so many times um, dropped real real truth bombs with me. I had the chance to really call her out on slowing down and integrating and being more gentle with herself. And over the summer, Mari was responsible for 
dropping some truth bombs with me that led to some of the major decisions that shifted my whole year. She's the one that invited me to really step into rest over the summer. I remember I had just wrapped up hosting one mastermind and was about to start the second one the day after when she held me into integrity about all the conversations I have about self-care and rest and where was I showing myself that. And with that conversation, I knew, I knew immediately that I needed to push back this mastermind a couple months. And that wasn't easy. That was not easy because I had already told everybody the mastermind was starting in July. But guess what? I knew it was the right call. And my friend Mariana helped me to see it. And so with that, I like loaded myself with self-compassion And I shared with everybody that the mastermind was going to start in September after all. And I shared the reason why. Similarly, Mari was someone who held me into integrity in terms of how large of a container I wanted to hold for this mastermind. I remember telling her that I wanted to call in a certain number of women that was larger than what I had held before. She said, Gabby, if you have these projects that you want to spend real time creating this fall, you want to launch a podcast, you want to create your first product. If you are holding space for that many women, will you be able to also leave room in your life to create the things that you want to create and to do the things that you want to do? These women have held me so many times over this past year. And we're continuing our relationship on an ongoing basis in this very deliberate way. Because this is what happens and this is where intuition comes in. Many times I feel like intuition speaks through your friends. Your intuition speaks through their voice. They see what we can't see. And we become mirrors to each other. We both drop in and our intuition almost creates this open path before us where there's no room for BS. It's like it's, it's out of alignment. Energetically, it just bounces out. It's just two real friends committing deeply to each other and to our truth. And so that's number two. Find people who are an energetic match and connect with them regularly. Number three is to recognize that there comes a time when you need to join a larger sisterhood that's going to support you in bigger ways to move forward with the big important things that you are creating. I can't stress enough the value of being part of a community and being in an environment that's going to consistently hold you to what you desire. So I host a mastermind called the Intuitive Business Mastermind. And for those of you who might not know what a mastermind is, it's essentially a small group that gathers on a consistent basis with an intention of keeping holding each other accountable and keeping each other moving forward with the goals that we have set out to create over the course of the mastermind. So it usually happens over a specified period of time. So the Intuitive Business Mastermind starts up in January and then it starts up again in July. And these spaces are run for several months. There are small cohorts of women that all join. 
And I'm calling it the intuitive business mastermind because I really want to create a very specific and deliberate kind of intention for this space. I have found after years of working with women entrepreneurs that the big questions are not about what's the exact sales funnel that I'm going to use for my brand or what name should I call my business or how exactly am I going to double the size of my business and my revenue. The big questions lie in, do you trust yourself? Do you trust yourself to make the right decisions for your business? Do you trust yourself to seek out the support that you need? After you make decisions, can you stand by them with integrity? Every day when you wake up in the morning, how do you feel? How do you want to walk through your workday? How do you want to feel through your workday? Are you in flow? Are you excited about what you're creating? Are you connected to your impact? Are you inviting your intuitive wisdom into everything that you do with this thing that you've chosen to do for a living? I find those questions incredibly fascinating. And really at the core of what makes us grow as business owners and as women. And so although, yes, we absolutely talk about sales funnels and marketing strategies in this mastermind, we dive deep into establishing the intuitive daily practices that are going to hold you as you deepen your relationship to yourself and invite that into your business. Everything from visioning to shadow work. What I didn't expect that would happen as the host of this mastermind in such a transformational year as the one that I had was that hosting the space would call me into integrity. And this is just what happens, you guys. Like when you open up a space, a circle of women, and you say, we are all here with the intention of sisterhood, connectedness, supporting one another. We are here with the intention of growth. We are walking in with our eyes open, knowing that we are about to get uncomfortable. We're about to be challenged, but we're also going to be celebrated and supported. And we're going to move through all of it, holding hands together. As I said, you create an environment that bounces out BS. There's only truth present here. And I've been so honored over the years to be a witness to women deciding to leave relationships, to leave jobs that no longer were working for them, to start businesses, to launch brands, to step into themselves more deeply. One of my favorite things that happens in the mastermind is the women who think that they have one particular goal when they walk in and a couple months in finally allow themselves the permission to pursue what they really want to do, which is not what they said they wanted to do a couple months earlier. And so I realized about halfway through our spring program earlier this year, how deeply I was also being called into integrity by being the host of this space. At the time, I had been feeling really off and really disconnected with my role as CEO of one of my businesses. And being the host of this community 
being an intentional sisterhood with one another, inviting them into themselves to courageously accepting their truth, even if it made them uncomfortable or made them scared. Basically, what that did was call me into integrity so I would do the same. And in April of 2021, I found myself making the decision that it was time for me to step aside from that role and leave it in the very capable and amazing hands of my co-founder, Jamie Nolan, who, by the way, has been an unconditional sister to me for many years. And so to recap, here are some things you can do to really expand and deepen and amplify the impact of intuition in your life. Start by leaning into sisterhood. Let go of those preconceived notions. Be open to the kind of sisterhood you've always dreamed of. Find women to connect you with you that are an energetic match and set up those consistent times to connect so you can go so much deeper with one another and in holding each other accountable. And find the opportunity from time to time to join spaces that can hold you accountable not only to your goals, but to who you are becoming. To deepening your self-knowledge, the women that are going to cheer you on when you say that you're going to leave something that is no longer working for you instead of reminding you of all the things you need to be afraid of. The women that are going to find a way to support you when you think that there's no way out of a situation. The women who are going to show you the light and show you and remind you of how deeply powerful you are. That's the magic of leaning into sisterhood. When we reflect intuition and truth back to each other, we become each other's mirrors. And we get to a place where we really start to believe and trust that we are supported. This intuitive journey is not meant to be walked alone. And when you actually start to live sisterhood all around you, you in turn see how Intuition is something that can be shared and amplified when you're surrounded by the right people with the right intention. I hope you've enjoyed today's conversation, friends. If you're listening to this podcast in late December, there's still room to join the Intuitive Business Mastermind starting in mid-January. If you're interested, please reach out on Instagram at the Gabby Guzman. And to learn more about my coaching, masterminds, online programs, and products, please visit www.gabbyguzman.com.